0: Damaged Goods Podcast.
1: Do you want to, yeah? especially, especially if you're not going to waste, like, you can't waste energy at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, with me, like, I know, like, when I take something on, I know where I want to take it to. And when I take it to a level where I feel like, okay, I feel like I mastered it in my heart, my soul, I could not let it go, but I could put it there as uh a, a, something I know and I got in my brain, the power.
0: You ever you take it and either later find out I want to put more energy in, I want to do this better. I really want to get into it, or get to a point where like, man, what the fuck am I doing? I don't want to do this shit at all. Like I'm putting way too much time and energy in.
1: Yeah, man. It's it's you know, I don't like to waste time either. So but I know how to do A, B, C all the way to Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like to skip any letters through the alphabet either. Self, a
0: self-sufficient gentleman, dude. a man's man. My father would have probably called you a man's man. I think most yeah. people would. You know what I'm saying? For very, yeah. I think you could get that title from a lot of different aspects about your character. Uh, the version of you I knew when I met you and what you grew up to now both would constitute a man's man.
1: Look, bro. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I think that's like depending on where you come from and who's giving you that compliment. That's a big one, you know what I'm saying? If yeah,
1: you exactly like
0: where I grew up, being a stand-up guy was like the best thing you could be called. You know?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I got called that when I got a little older from some of my father's friends and uncles and people like that. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! That's that's my uh, bachelor's degree. You know what I'm saying? That's my whatever, my accolade. like, I'm a stand-up guy. My rep is good. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah." don't get you any money, Uh, it doesn't get you everything, but you feel good about yourself. It used to get you a lot back in the day. That was what would determine if someone was gonna fuck with you or not,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now it's like nice guys finish last, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a-
0: And reputation have as much weight anymore because I feel like people are willing to do whatever it takes to get ahead so or whatever in life so they'll rock with somebody who isn't necessarily the best person whatever because it'll benefit them they're willing to look the other way swallow their pride bite their tongue yeah and, you know deal with some shit. i hate dealing with people like that i hate dealing with people that i don't generally feel good about you know what i'm
1: saying if yeah i'm the same i'm the same way that's why i never took like a tv deal or done a tv show a reality show you well, know that- and i
0: the reason I got out of uh, the music biz was because I couldn't deal with people. Like, if my apex, like the best part of my career, I bounced on my own accord. You know what I'm saying? Because I was having a hard time dealing
1: with certain people. In the same end, way, same way. Especially, especially, I feel like somebody could do that easily, especially when they got their shit together. Yeah. You know, like. If you got your life right and you really really you know happy with yourself and shit it's easy to 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 walk away from certain things you love you know what I'm saying? because you you love other things you have as well you know that could take that balance and all that shit it's
0: important to be able to look at these other things you got in your life and be like yo I got more than just this
1: yeah yeah you know and that's like that's the reason why like I left the game and you know I left the game cuz it was just like I had to really think about it like I had to look at like Peter Rosenberg or, like, Angie Martinez's salary and their work hours and all that shit. And, like, you know, team that up with, like, the fame and what, what it actually is. You know what I'm saying? And the work. And these people work. Like, they work, you know? do You know, it's like, it's a lot of fucking work for a paycheck that looks like it's a lot, but it's not as much, you know? Especially, you know, especially to cover, you know, where my fucking head is at. You know what I'm saying? it's, it's just... Be to be getting
0: that paycheck to be a Rosenberg or Angie Ma or whoever like you have to be a certain kind of person to work in those places to 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 have those entities those companies fuck with you you have to be a certain person and even to have that fan base fuck with you you have to be uh-huh. that they they can use you have to be willing to make
1: certain sacrifices you know what I'm saying yeah you know what I'm saying and it was at the end of the day it was like you know I knew I knew I could do I could find my happiness, you know, doing, you know, in a different direction and all that shit. So I was just like, it's time for me to go, you know, yeah. and I was a hundred percent independent. So it was, it was so easy and it was beautiful, you know, it was like a good transition.
0: There was a, I don't know if it's Commons, like, I think it's his third album. Uh, he has some part where he's talking, the interlude, and he says, yeah, this rhyme and shit ain't all that I got. He obviously loves it, right? It's this huge fucking his craft that brings him all this shit. but you recognize other shit that you have in life that you like, that you're into, and then you realize that and you're not so scared to leave this one thing, you know what I'm saying? You have other outlets, other healing. Like, when I left music shit, I was an artist before that. Like, I was painting, drawing, writing, so now I write books, I write short stories, I podcasts, radio shows. I'm still expressing myself, I'm still an artist, I just don't deal with that music industry bullshit that was killing love for music. It was making me hate what I was doing, which is fucked up, you shouldn't, right, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, that's how. That's just, yo. Know, there's music and then there's business. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the difference I between the two. You get what I'm saying? And it's like when when they don't mix the two and all that shit. It's it's a whole different ball game. It's like you gotta know the difference because music's here and then business is here. And it's like music is great, but then this business is like whoa, you know? So I saw like a lot of.
0: Like what I had to do to get to where I was getting at was okay, I could deal with it, I could swallow. But then I started doing shit I wasn't proud of, shit I wasn't into, but I saw a carrot in front of my face if I was the rabbit, you know what I'm saying? I was getting more press, more radio, all this shit. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna keep going. But I wasn't liking it. And so when I bounced, I saw other people that were like my peers, my age, and they're doing better now and they're going there. But I know from experience, they've had to do certain things to get there. Cause I was too, I was right there with him. I know that you gotta shake these hands. Say you like, like this it shit. don't say you don't like the shit. Play
1: the game. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta play the game boy. I, I mean, it's, one, dude, it's though, one big club, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy that they're having more success and shit, but I know
0: what it took them to get there. Not. I'm not saying nothing about their skills or their their hard work, cause that's all there. They're doing great. Yeah. But I know they have to keep their mouth shut about this. Pretend they like this
1: Play the game and I could not fucking do it. I couldn't fake it. It's a a secret society. All we ask is trust, baby. Bro, you know? You are a psychedelic mind reader. I was driving
0: in my car yesterday and I just got back to LA that morning. I'm driving in my car and that Jay Z lyric fucking was reverberating in my dome for some weird reason. I don't know why.
1: That's weird. Yo, Yo, it's, yo, the game is, yo, the game is real. You know, it's like, it's a a club, it's a nice club, you know?
0: That psychedelic, mind-wrecking voice is uh, my guest on this week's Damaged Goods podcast. This gentleman I knew when he was an on-air personality, radio show host of Real Deal Radio. He's been a man who lives like a a, a life of his own accord. He, he's truly an independent soul and spirit. I admire all that shit. And he now is a a man of like a, a modern mountain man. He's a man of uh, nature. He lives off the fucking land. He hunts and fishes and lives in the woods and takes care of himself. Still chills. Still has all fly jewelry, drinking perhaps scotch or whiskey. He's drinking some banging bourbon out of my little Versace glass. Yeah, bro. And, just... and my man also has a wives plural. It's my man Pauly Hustle. In the house. In the house.
1: You already know. <laughs> you already know. Yo, it's a pleasure fucking Yo. chopping up. Yo, it's been a minute, bro. Yo, it's it's weird because uh we
0: probably fell out of touch for a while, especially when I stopped doing music and maybe when you mm-hmm. doing the regular thing. And I, I use Facebook strictly for promo, more Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that shit. I really fucking, Facebook, whatever. But I would see you on there. And then I, I always loved your old lifestyle and like with all that shit that I see you in the woods. This dude's in the cut, It a lake. A Lot of grass, fucking trees. Now my man got a little hunting dog. Now my man got fucking hunting gear and guns. <laughs> Animals and fish, he's doing all this different shit, which I, I very much admire, respect and all that. But it was very interesting to me because it was this transition in your lifestyle, but it's still the same kind of lifestyle you led before. Very independent. Very yeah. Independent, all that shit. But it was so ill that I was like, you know what? I haven't talked to this motherfucker in a grip. I'm just going to call, reach out, and be like, yo, I would love to have you on the podcast. Because I actually, generally and genuinely, I think I meant to say genuinely the first time, but both of those, I wanted to talk about this shit with you. It ain't because, like, oh, this dude's cool. We can talk. and will get listened Of course. So just, of course interesting to me um but yeah so you went from radio and, and doing shit
1: music and now you're where you at Or uh where were you before and where you at now yeah everybody's like so everybody's like how the, everybody's trying to figure out like how the fuck you get what i'm saying so we got to start this shit like way back so like long story short my grandmother always had a place upstate new york so she always had property she always had land and shit and my grandfather was into being a sportsman so like shooting birds and hunting you know on the holidays and doing you know the american tradition shit so i always went up there every summer because i grew up in different cities and no you know nobody wants to keep a kid on the streets in the summer you know so from there i loved the woods so much i became a boy scout like an actual boy scout so I was an actual Boy Scout. So like I like one day like in like I was 11 years old and the Boy Scouts came to my school and shit and like they whipped out camping gear and built a tent on stage and like showed all this shit and was like, "Yo, this could be you." And I was I I was like I begged. I was like, "Yo, I gotta do this," you know? And I did it. And I was probably a Boy Scout all the way up to I was like 14, 14, 15. From 11 to like 14, 15. So then by the time I hit like 15, I started grinding, I started working to be this person you see now. Like I started it then, you know? So it's just like I had a vision, I had a dream. Like, so then I knew I was like, all right, I want to live in the woods. So by the time I was like 16, 17, and I started, you know, basically at that time I was living in Chicago and uh uh my one of my boys made him rest in peace, bam and shit. He came to my house and he was like, Yo, bro, you gotta you gotta like open up a studio because everybody like everybody fucks with you and you know you're cool like everybody fucks with you so you'll be the perfect person to have a studio and you can make some quick money so we're still like recording tape that transitioning to CDs type shit you know so it's just like so we built this studio and I, I made some money and by the time I was 18 I moved to Jersey cuz I met my my you know one of my wives my first baby mama and uh when I met her, I got stuck in Jersey and I opened up a, stu- a, a studio, a commercial studio over there. And I was like, fuck it, I'm building, you know, I'm all about like hip hop and the community. So it's like, I'm building a, a a radio station for the community. And then I was like, you know, I'm gonna do all this to buy what I have now. Oh, so, this so is, then I bought a, so yeah. a crab. This is all planned out in a way. Yeah, I had this plan since I'm, you know, I had this plan since I was like 12, bro. Mastermind, dude. Like, I would stay up, I would stay up for nights and days like in a notebook and figuring out, I would figure out how to get fly. Like I would, I would be like, yo, this is, I'll be like, I'm gonna buy an outfit for, you know, every week, every week for three months, but not wear nothing and just hide in my house, you know, work on other shit. And then like, boom, when I had all the outfits. Yeah, it's like, Ah, I come in the game. <laughs> You know, and I look fly, now make, I'm loud, and I got everything to back it up. I'm paying my bills, and, you know, I had to do this shit early. So I, I, time, I timed everything, and I, I really, genuinely, like, really planned it out. So by the time I was up to, by the time I'm, I bought my big house in Jersey, um, I fucking, I, I wound up buying a trailer in the middle of the woods on a little acre land that I still have to this day. So I bought that shit and like the appellation that I use for like fishing and hunting, and I, I have neighbors and stuff. So I like I, I'm a, I'm a wild boy. I want to do like I want to fucking rev up my ATV right now. I want to shoot guns like right now, off my balcony. I want to have freedom. So <laughs> I was like, I need more land. So I started looking, 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 and I bought that. Sh- I bought this shit like four years ago. It's pretty ill. I, I saw
0: the, the bulls cap when we started. I didn't really put it together, but you so you did you grow up in
1: Chicago or were you just out there or what? Uh, nah, so I, I wound up moving, I wound up moving to Chicago because when I was in a so, so like I'm an adopted child, so I fucking you know, I bounced like home to home and shit. Was so you basically know, for the Midwest. I was born in Queens, I'm from New York. Yeah, I, yeah, I figured so. so. I moved to Chicago, I got to Chicago. I went to Chicago like my my sophomore year. And I was there like all the way to my senior. You know, but not really. I was there. I was there basically that much time. So I was there from that time to that time in Chicago. I moved out. I moved out there and shit because shit was going bad out yeah. here. So I was like, fuck it. And I me, mean, you know, I got fucking, I had to go out there. I got went out there to get my shit together. And then I came back to Jersey and shit, and when I came back to Jersey, I met my baby mom, and as soon as I met my baby mom, I got my shit together, because I was having a kid. You know what I mean? Like, I was having a kid at 18, I was like... Situation we I have mad homies, when they have the kid up. they snap out, and they get the shit on track, or they don't at all, they fall all the way on Yo, yo I, my, and yo, I did, at that moment, I saw, like, I had, I had, like, a little small studio and shit across the street from a strip club, all that. I shut that shit down, <laughs> and I just, I, I got, like, a regular nine to five and all that shit, and I just, like, really got my shit together. For the couple first years of my my children's lives, you know what I'm saying? So and I did a lot, but now like I I wanna do this every day, bro. Like I wanna like I do this every day. I wanna wake up and fucking be out. Like I love it, bro. I love it. Like That's it's beautiful. like you come, like I've seen everything get sold, like my name's Paulie Hustle, you know? So it's just like everything's about the hustle. I've seen everything get sold in my life. You know, I seen, I seen crack it sold and it's like, okay, that don't add up. I don't want to wind up in jail. I don't want to want to wind up whatever, you know, like I don't wind up in those circumstances. I seen we get sold. It's like, ah, that's not enough money. You know, I seen whatever. And da da, 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 da. now it's like, now I'm at the point where it's like, I don't even want to see money, bro. I don't even want to like, I don't, I don't want to touch. I don't even want, I don't want a dollar. This might sound crazy, but I don't even want a dollar in my bank account. Wanna ask- I want to wake. I want to wake up and not worry about a dollar. Like to be able to have water from the earth, food from the earth, my roof paid for, I could pay I could have other people pay my taxes for me. Like my my taxes ain't that much. So, you know my property tax. I could have that. I could like a w- w- real talk, I could have I could ask people like, "Yo, t- come stay on the land or whatever or do something and write me a check." You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. I that's my neck. Like I like that's America to me, bro. Like, the hustle's the hustle. It's like, but what about the master hustle? Like motherfuckers that came here on boats and shit. That was just like the real hustle that took Earth and was like, boom. They didn't have to worry about none of that. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. That's why I'm trying to succeed in life. I don't want to have to think about one fucking dollar, bro.
0: No, I feel that, man. I mean. When you think about people who came here, especially like more back in the day when travel was like, like my grandfather, he came from Poland when he was a little boy, you had to come by a boat, right? And you're coming from some fucking ice cold, communist country, like whatever. You come over here, anything's better, right? So it's like, however bad it is, better than that. That's why you took that fucking boat for what, six, eight weeks, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was you willing to go, and back then they have news like that. You don't really know how it is over there. You just heard there's opportunity. It's gotta be yeah. better. You know what I'm saying? Like my mother's family, uh, they came from Ireland like back in the, the potato family. It's like civil war time, so it's way back. Even less news. Whatever was here, no matter how bad it was, was better than starving to death over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter what, so we're just gonna take this fucking boat and maybe we make it, maybe we don't, maybe we get there and we fucking die of dysentery or we fucking come up. Nothing's uh, worse than what we got here.
1: Yeah.
0: And I feel like that's why like, my grandfather, even my father, they think like my generation were gay. We're soft, you know what I'm saying? Because we didn't have it. Yeah.
1: It's always gonna be better than the previous, you know what I'm
0: saying? But.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, like, I'm still like, for me, I'm like, I'm fucking raining hard. I'm like, yo, fuck this, you know? Like, That'd I'm go- just not, I don't know, not- bro. I. You could probably see it in my face, dog. Like, I really like- well, There's, like, there's
0: a high that comes with being in control of your life, right? Like when you yeah, have bro. your own schedule, you're your own boss, you kind of determine how you want to live. There's a high, because it's a power thing. Because a lot of people, we probably both know people that make good money, stability, got the wife, mm-hmm. to or whatever, but they have this limitation because their job unless they're totally the boss. And even if you're the boss of a big business like that, you gotta deal with all
1: those motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. Free. Yeah, man. I know people, yo, I know people with houses on my road, bro. Like with houses and property on my road, but they still like living in the city and they working. Yeah. And then they're looking at me and they're like, and I'm looking at them and I'm just like, I think you're working a little too, like you're taking it a little too far. Yeah. Because you're scared to say no. Yeah. You're scared, to say no to certain, you're scared to say no to certain things. And that no has to be said. Because you know, everything's gonna be, everything's gonna be okay, you know, and I think that's the problem. Like, I know a lot of people up here, you know, that just I know a lot of people that 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 came up here, moved up here, and ain't leaving. I know a lot of people who fucking, especially now they got the internet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go nowhere, yo. You're good, like. you know? Yeah, they, they're not going nowhere, they got internet. People got internet. I live right up by a lake. So like a mile right up my road, which is a dead end road, there's a lake, and then there's houses right on the lake and shit. So like I just boat off right there. But it. it's like a resort. It's like, it's like crazy. So once they got in and up here, these people with these million dollar fucking homes and all that shit, they ain't going nowhere now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're living fucking free. <clears throat> I got a, a disclaimer, Jake. distinct Disclaimer. My allergies are
0: fucking rocking. So if you see me over here blowing my nose, I just came it's back. Fine. In L. A. The air is is fucking poison. And the oh, police, you in L. A. right now? That's where I lived in that last six years. So Damn. I just came back from. So you were still in mass? No, I just came back from literally like yesterday, and I got off the plane, and I'm on the fucking. I'm in an Uber with the windows down. And right away, I could feel my allergies getting fucked up because it's all the dust and the the fires up north bring all this shit down with the pollution that fucks me up. I was back there for ten days, fine, dude. Got off the plane, this shit hits me instantly, dude. It sucks.
1: Yo, the forest does the same thing to me with 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 the humidity and the fucking. You got to wipe mold off of shit. You got to watch it. You know what I mean, like the dust. Like I always, like, mm-hmm. always tell people. Like that's why I'm like I'm like that's why I stick to like my hunting grounds. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like I always tell people, nature don't give a fuck about you. Oh, you know, it's like we we gotta respect it because of that. Yeah. But it don't give a fuck about you. Meaning that you know, I know things in those woods that will kill you. You know, like I know I like poison sumac is real. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: <what> I mean? <laughs> Yo, know, I was in Jersey shooting a music video back when I was uh, going to your show, and I did the scene where I was barefoot in this little field. I got poison ivy and poison oak all over my feet. I had to wear sandals and slides for two weeks, just fucking yeah. red. That shit was brutal.
1: Fucking blue. It started blistering and shit,
0: right? Yeah, yo, I'm glad it was summertime. I didn't wear no fucking kicks, but yo, know, my shit was rocking hot. It burning.
1: Yo, yo, it's bad, yo. So it's like just things, you know? It's just things out there that's like, boom, but it's like, you know? But I grow, I grow my food too. You know, I'm, I'm, steady growing my food. I'm steady, uh, doing all that. And that was pre-planned. Like I, I tell you, like I had things planned. So like my whole garden and all that stuff, I planned that even before I moved here. Like we had it written up and the whole blueprint of what we were gonna do and what we were gonna plant and studying this and studying that because like this shit ain't easy, bro. You know, like. The advice that was told to me was like, correct. Like when I asked for advice, they were like, you know, you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna realize that, you you know, you should have put things here when you put things there. And, you know, remember that you're never gonna get everything done because it's always growing and going. And it's like, awesome. it's the truth, you know? Like this shit is a farce, you know what I mean? You
0: have to learn like what was gonna be able to grow well where you are at, uh, geographically, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to pick the right shit, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm in a certain zone. So I'm in a zone, I believe, 4B, which is, like, the same zone as, like, the Alaskan zone, you know, and, like, places of Montana, all that shit. So it's along a whole strip. So I'm on a snow belt. So I'm going to have snow in, like, two, three weeks, wow. hopefully. Man. But I'm surprised the temperatures haven't dropped yet, you know, so I have to do cold, tardy shit. But my garden's magical. I pulled up a lot of things that a lot of people said I wasn't going to be able to grow.
0: What do you, you do? Know? time with fruits and veggies
1: excuse me I, I
0: didn't, for fruits and vegetables like can you not you can't grow that shit outside in the wintertime upstate new york I,
1: yeah but we can we can and we freeze and we store everything you know or we make things out of that you know like we had a good like flush of strawberries this year so we you know we got frozen strawberries which is people love you know we make jams and all that shit and, you know, we make all that because I got the wives, bro. So, like, I got a whole fucking team. Like, I got, like, this squad of, like, super women. We're talking about the best woman on the planet of the earth, dog. Like, because really-
0: uh, when I when I met Pauly, when I was doing music shit, going to his show, and you see on his social media and shit, he had, like, two things. He had, like, Polly hustle, Then he had Polly's wives. And my man had three, at that time, three ladies with him. Which is, oh. like, you see that in uh, Mormonism or in cults, and everyone thinks oh, it'll be so cool to have a lot of wives, but then you know, you see the Mormon shit and whatever, it's a little different, right? My yeah. mother, three ladies, and I didn't. I don't know the inside scoop, but I would see the videos. Everybody looked pretty harmonious. Like everyone's getting along, doing cool shit, having a fucking good time, right? And then yeah. I, all the uh, years later out in, in the woods, hunting, fishing, all this shit. And in the videos, I didn't see the, the girls, the ladies, the women. So in my mind, I'm like, damn, he, he foregoed the three wives to move to the woods. Like, he just bailed on them. Turns out, no, the wives were all down with
1: it, and they went to the woods with you. That's fucking... Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. All the wives are still with me, um, plus one more. Um, oh, the quatro dude.
0: Fuck.
1: Quasho, yeah, I've been, with my, I've been with the fourth wife for the last five years. So basically, when I disappeared is when she came into the picture. Uh, and how about... You know? A three if this is too personal you going to ask me how long yeah. other been- three i've been i've been i've been with lady for about i believe close to like more than 10 years i've been with lady for sure that's a beautiful so lady. i've been i've been with yeah definitely we're going on like 12 13 years i've been with hazel for 15 i've been with vanessa for 18 years damn
0: 18 years
1: shit yeah and i've been with the new one for five years you feel me? Yeah. So they yeah, they are uh, they they I told you they're the most incredible woman on the planet. But yeah, nah, I, I, couldn't, bro, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle the fame, dog. Like, and you know why I couldn't handle the fame? Because like what they offered me I already had. So, yeah. so.
0: Right. that's why people want to have fame and power so they can have uh multiple girlfriends to do these certain things but you don't need that to do those things if you can do those things in your mind if you live that
1: yeah, like bro i already had every like when when it came and they came to put the paper in front of my face i was just like you know i know it might sound weird and all but it's like i already have all this you know i, mean, I already have i already have every i have everything so you got to all for me like a lot more just to be myself yeah you know? and it's just like and if not it's okay it's not bad you know if nobody wanted to give me the, that's fine that's sure. not my problem you know so it's just like it was why i left that shit, you know yeah right. but i'll tell you i'll tell you some ill, you some Ill shit, right i'm gonna tell you some ill shit for yeah. your interview you get what i'm saying for your for your show all yeah. right so it was easy for me to delete, like, because I wind up like deleting everything. I deleted my Instagram, my poly hustle Instagram, and I deactivated my Facebook and I deleted the Snapchat. Right? So I'm sitting there and I'm on my Snapchat and I'm recording one of my wives giving me a blowjob. You feel what I'm saying? Snapchat's great for that. Yeah, so so I decided to hit the motherfucking. I went to go hit the save button because that's why I was recording off it, because I like the filter and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So like <laughs> <laughs> so I hit the, I thought I hit the save button, I hit the publish button. Right so up. somebody, so, so I was like 30, <laughs> this is like three o'clock in the morning now. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So then yeah, so I was like, fuck, yo, I have a bad feeling that I published that thing and i didn't say you know so i go to look at it and god willing only four people saw it on my snapchat it
0: was three in the morning not three in the afternoon
1: yes so i fucking deleted that automatically i deactivated that and i deactivated my fucking face my face <laughs> activated my instagram and i was like i'm disappearing bro It's hilarious and then i fucking took I, I decided to like i did like i did like 20 miles on the Delaware River. I went and I kayaked it and I rafted it and all that shit. Oh, and when I went up there, you know, to get, to, to find my soul again, I was like, you know, let me, I've been working so much. Let me do something for myself. I caught my soul again. And then I was like, when I was up there on the Delaware, I was like, yo, I got to buy some land, bro. You know? And yeah. Look, I buy- started, started triggering, started triggering. Like now's the time to buy the land. No, buying land and property
0: is like, is the move, right? Like I, I bought uh, property and shit in my twenties and did that a few times and I spent a lot of money to do so. So you don't have a lot left over to like, you know, flash and shine, but you own this motherfucking thing and you own that thing. And so yeah. they don't notice that at that time, they just see, Oh, you ain't flashing this shit, but then down yeah. the, they're still like red and shit or whatever. And you own things, you know? And like, yeah. that's what you saying. You don't need certain things uh, from what they're going to offer you. When I was doing music, I was making money on another tip in my past life, you know what I'm saying? And I had uh, a crib for my mother. I had all these other things. So the money I could get from music was paling in comparison to what I was uh, doing. And so it didn't put me out. I wasn't as tempted from the money as as I was, like the progression, the success, like the notoriety is what I wanted. Uh, Recognition,
1: which is foolish from other people. But the money never drove me, you know what I'm saying? But I was lucky, because I didn't have to. Yeah, yo, I fucking, I I sold I, like I sold all my houses. All I got now is this property and then my trailer property. You know what I'm saying? Like I sold one of my houses to my parents. Like that's a good move, yo. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, listen, this is how it's gonna be. You know, and it was a fair deal. You know what I mean? And everything was everything was a, a, a beautiful rollover. And now it's like, it's beautiful because now they living in the crib that, yeah. like the crib I had before this one. And it was just like, well, well, I had a little bit during this one and shit, but before I had this one and everything, but making the move up here was crazy. Cause yeah. I had to like, I had to not be scared, bro. And that was like a scary feeling. You know what I'm saying? Scary. So like, I came up here first by myself, you know? And I was here for a while, and then I was like, yo, fuck it, I told the wise, I was like, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving at all. Not even to go pick them up or nothing, they gotta take a a, a Uber, a fucking train. I was like, yo, I'm not leaving, like, it's over, I'm stuck out here, bro, because yo, like, right now, I could go outside and I, I like, I could literally go out my door and do whatever, you know, I can't break the, you know, no commandments or nothing like that, but you know what I'm saying, like, the obvious but i could still be you know i could still i could run naked if i wanted to which feels good to have that freedom yeah you can do that in the city even if you have a
0: baller high rise you got a next door to you a guy above you you have to share this space
1: with these motherfuckers you know you don't have that privacy i got caught streaking when i was a kid one time my, my mom's had to pick me up. My mom's had to pick me up from the precinct. The cops didn't charge me or nothing. I, they called me streaking on the main Ave. I drank so much vodka. In the streets, you were streaking. Yeah, right off. I was in Jersey on Kennedy Boulevard and fucking Bayonne. And no. I fucking I was streaking on Kennedy Boulevard. And the cops just came. I was with my boy, Corey. Cops came, scooped us up, took us to the precinct, just called our parents. They let us fucking go. And yeah. then... You know, apparently we got to the house, and then we went right back to the party that we we got caught. Because it was, you get dusted, dudes. would get naked and shit. That was the whole
0: thing back in the day. Yeah,
1: no, nah, I drink too so much vodka,
0: bro. That's what I drink. or oh, that's like my safety drink. If I have to like do anything, vodka's my safety drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, not me. I, that's because that's, most that's the bullshit, yeah. bro. Yeah, that, most people will fucking that's they don't want nothing to do with it. But I'll drink a, a fifth of that with with soda water It'd be good. You know what I'm saying? I'll, if I have to. <laughs> I got those other drinks I'll drink if I have to, but like that, yeah. it ain't fun. It's boring. I drink it like a like a model trying to stay skinny: vodka, soda, lime. It's fucking boring. But sometimes, storm, yeah. stormy, sometimes I'm cognac, some whatever you pick it, tequila and pineapple.
1: You know. So speaking of like skinny, I'm glad you brought that up. You know what I'm saying? Because I definitely want to. Even though you know I'm sitting here drinking and smoking, I definitely want to promote good health and shit. Because at the end of the day, like. I when I moved here, I was two hundred and twenty-five pounds, dog. You know, oh. like city living and everything, and I dropped down to one seventy-five.
0: How tall are you for being two twenty-five? So I, I'm I'm five ten. Okay, so yeah, you're a little, I'm I'm six two and a half, and I'm like two ten. So I get it. Yeah, two twenty-five for five ten is it's a little heavier.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I was heavy, bro. Like I it was to the point where like I like I sometimes to be for for me. I couldn't run like I used to. I couldn't move like I used to. When I really thought it was like from smoking trees and shit. But when I changed my diet and all that stuff and I started, you know, losing all the weight and everything, and I don't, I, I eat meat still, you know, but uh, but when I changed my diet and everything, so, you know, I was able to see it. So I dropped down to 167. My plan is to go down to 155.
0: Yeah, dude, that's, I mean, guess you're shorter than me. That seems like very small.
1: Well, I've played with weight, because I dropped down to 167, and it was great. But then I went on vacation, and I knew, like, because I drove across the United States. I went to All-Star Weekend in Colorado, so I drove across the United States and shit. And uh, I had no choice but to eat dirty, you know what I mean? So across country, you get fucked. Unless you bring a cooler, you get fucked. Yeah, so I fucking, I wound up, like, I wound up gaining 10 pounds. So I could see the 10 pounds, my dude. Oh. Like, it's crazy 10 pounds. I see two pounds and I freak out. Yeah. So it's like, I. Like, so now I'm weighing in, now I'm weighing in at 180, 185. Still good. You get what I'm saying? Weighing at, at 185, I gained 10 pounds, but I still lost the 50, I still lost the 55 pounds within like three months just from eating everything that I grew and everything that I hunt and everything that I had. You know, at my disperse because, like, yes, like I haven't went food shopping, Jay, and I haven't went food. Sh- I I can't even tell you. I haven't went food shopping. Bro.
0: That's Pretty impressive, man. That's that's very impressive. You know,
1: you get what I'm saying. Like, I haven't went. I haven't went food shopping. I haven't been. I haven't had a fucking little fucking go and put out a little food shopping list in, in a very long time, bro. You
0: know, when you were like a on the heavier side of things before before the diet change and shit, a man with three or four wives. uh How? how do they feel about it? Or they love you for what's on the inside? Or
1: what? They, they really didn't, they don't, yeah, they they really didn't whatever. They could see where it was, you know, going when I say something. Cause to me, they're like, they see me every day and all that shit. And I'm still doing my thing. Yeah. But to see the change and to see the drop, that's when they were like, yo, word." Impressive, like, like yo, definitely. Thing. Let's get a fifth and a sixth in here.
0: This is this guy's
1: the man. We'll stay here. Yeah. So it's like, and they saw what it took. So it's like, I went, I went, and I stopped, I stopped to start it, to start the diet. I stopped drinking. Period.
0: Yeah, the sugar is is as fuck. That's why I drink vodka. Really. Fat-
1: yeah. So I killed all, I killed all the drinking, and I had to, of course, I had to stop eating shit from. Because when I was living, when I first got here, I was still food shopping. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have my garden set up to last last year. Yeah. My garden was set up last year, so I started getting food from my garden last year, but I went food shopping way more than possibly that I do now, because I I don't. You know? Like, sometimes if I want a steak, I'll grab steak. Yeah, If I want shrimp, yeah. I'll grab shrimp. Things like that. But, yeah. like, I'm buying a boat this weekend, so I could not have to, so I could get shrimp myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shit like that. And then with the steak, it's like, like I'm about to knock down some fields and shit so I can have my cows. I was going to say, because you have to go out there and get a cow
0: if you don't want to uh, get it. Yeah.
1: Just like, but I still want a steak. And then it's like, I still take my women out. So I take them out to, to eat and all that. So I had to kill everything and I killed everything and I dropped the weight. And then, after that, it was like I could eat dirty every two weeks and shit. So I'll take my girls out to eat every two weeks and eat dirty and all that and be fine. But when I went on vacation, I gained ten pounds and now I'm dropping. I'm gonna drop another thirty three. I'm gonna do it probably in like the next like three four months just to so diet.
0: Like a uh, Joaquin Phoenix doing a, a movie role, like Christian Bale, like dropping that weight. Ill.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: do they, or the wives, do they uh, do the same diet as you? Do they eat what you eat or
1: what? They eat the same thing I eat and everything, but their bodies are fucking phenomenal. I don't, I think it's, I think it's the goddesses in them, or it must be the coven of witchcraft or whatever the fuck they got going on. Because let me tell you, these are the most fucking, like, I'm proud of my woman. That's why some people ask me, they'll be like, yo, bro, you post pics of your girls and shit, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do because like I'm not gonna look at Kim Kardashian when I got my own Kim. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's that's how I feel about it. So it's just like, you know, they're bad, bro. so I don't they, they work out, they got their own mountain girl shit going on, but the actual, they fucking look have into like
0: the uh the mountainous woodsy lifestyle have they kind of changed a little bit or like how is it going for
1: that change for them? So, so. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. I'm just doing something. Yeah, yeah. Got you. So, you know, so V, she, she's full. Like she's full blown, blown green thumb. I don't think there is like for me. There ain't no turning. They ain't no turning an eye with that one. Like she's just lost in her garden and in that world. And I, I think that's like that's it. Like she's she's got it, you know. And as far as like mountain woman, like. I've traveled mountains with her. You know, like I've climbed them with her. I've done hunts with her. I've done a lot of th- I've done that that trip to the yeah. Delaware I'm talking yeah. about I've done with her. You know, so it's just like, yeah, that's that's a definite. Um lady, she handles the grounds, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But lady got everything going on. So it's like lady could be a mountain woman because you know, she's dibbler dab, dabbling in this, she's still making music, she's still, you know. Fucking doing everything she possibly got her hands on. She's like, she's like Robo Woman, Wonder Woman, you know, like her. She's she's like that goddess with all the arms and shit. She got everything going on at, at one time. She's she's like me, <clears throat> you know. And Hazel, you know, Hazel on the board. She's still controlling the board. She's still like the 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 RZA to the whole clan, and still on her business shit. Still making money, you know. Still doing her her thing, but they all out here and, you know, they all running their own, their own shit. I'll tell you that much. Like, they're all running their own shit. Was was
0: Hazel the one that was in the studio with you times I was there?
1: Yeah, Hazel and Lady were the ones that were in the studio. Mm -hmm. Like the first time I met you...
0: I would just assume that, okay, these girls do the show with him, they work there, whatever. I didn't even get the vibe. Of they was like uh, all in one with you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: because probably at that time, it wasn't like that. Oh. You get so what I'm saying?
0: From so it was, into it's,
1: a one. it's like these, these girls, you know, these girls are more than just my wives. It's like we, everything just made sense. You know, because of the way we all worked with each other and did everything. And it was just like, in order for us to conduct the business, we're conducting and live the lives that we want to conduct it. It was a fucking no-brainer. Like, no distractions. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's human at the end of the day, too. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it it, it all fell into place. So...
0: I'm curious about this. I, I'm sure like anybody who would hear your story, your situation would be uh I've had like multiple girlfriends or girls at a time, but never knowing about it. Being like, you know, a cheap
1: ass dirtbag. My past life. I have changed, but I fucking I was, love the fact that you said that, yo. I love you. I love you for that. You're I, I that's why, that's why I'm doing this interview, and that's why I like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of what you just said. That's yeah. what I'm talking. It
0: was like a you lead like these secret double lies. and I don't just mean like cheating on your girl, but like having two girlfriends in different cities or whatever. But you're going back and forth. You you know you're keeping secrets. And I uh, I had like a real dark period years ago. Where I started drinking ayahuasca at ceremonies with my boy who was a common, Um, and it just changed my whole shit. I left a certain lifestyle, a bunch of lifestyles. Stop like breaking the law, I stopped doing crazy shit, stopped hurting people intentionally, and I stopped fucking cheating and I can't clean, right? And I couldn't actually fathom doing it now because now my conscience is on. Like Now I actually feel it, it'll compound, it'll fuck with me. Back then, I didn't know shit. I didn't feel none of that shit. I had no qualms. But when you have a situation like yours, which is in the open, it's out in the front, It's it's agreed upon, everybody knows. How did you, from the, Vanessa, I think was the first, right, the longest, I mean,
1: yeah, I've been with Vanessa the longest, but yeah.
0: How did you make the like lady? I think it's the second wife.
1: No, with that? It, it, is it Hazel? The order of who I've been with the longest is Vanessa Hazel Lady, and so on.
0: But how did you get the other, like the second and the third and the fourth now to be cool with it and to be into it? Uh, you have to convince a
1: major's natural. You felt it. How did that all work? Is what I'm saying. Yo, to be honest with you, so so to be honest with you. When, all right. When I met Hazel, when I met Hazel, you know, like it wasn't. We were so focused on business; it wasn't even like that. So just getting, you know, at the time, my baby mamas, because you know we're young. So of course, you know, young and dumb, we both were idiots. You know, learning what we were doing. You get what I'm saying? Like, like let's be real. We're new parents. We're young and dumb. So we're figuring it out. My boy was like, "Yo, what are you going to My boy was looking at me. He's like, "Yo, what are you going to do like one day when Hazel here and Vanessa rolls up?" I was like, "Yo, I, I, I don't care." And like 5 minutes later, you know, they rolled like they both rolled up. And it happened like right then and there. And it was just like the qualms was it the conflict it was... I don't Jay like real like to be real, this I don't know how anybody would be able to take this and I don't mean offense to anybody. Yes. But personally like there's nothing complex about it. I just don't give a fuck. Like, if you don't like me and you don't like what I'm trying to do or you don't like any anything about me or my life or my whole hosties or whatever, this is a free world. You, you know, the door is right there. You got to go. Like, people ask me all the time, like, how? And it's like, I just, I don't care. You lay it on. I care, table. About, I care about, I care about, like, people and people's feelings but what i mean i don't care is like it's so easy for me to be like when i meet a woman it's so easy for me to just be like listen this is what it is yeah bye nah let's have a good time if not whatever you know no woman could say that they never not learn nothing from me and never not you know whatever never not have stepped up or still acknowledge you know anything i've done great for them because it's just to me it's friendship like it's friendship and we chill with each other and we're people we might fuck nigga you know and i don't think about a relationship like if i don't think about i don't think about a relationship as like relationships to me is like a a license to fuck it's like if if i'm gonna build with you and we're gonna build and we're gonna build a future and we're gonna do something together then all that shit that we think about when it comes to relationship is obsolete. Yeah. Because we have more important things to think about. It's like people get into a relationship and they're sitting there and it's like, oh, okay, I'm fucking you. You're fucking me. are the- these rules. are these rules. And blah blah, 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 blah. And it's like, nah, fuck that. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing as human beings? You know what I'm saying? Like, where are we going? What's it going to be? And I love the company of women, bro. I'm never gonna give that up. Never. I don't blame you. There. When you lay it out, like, mean, when you put it on the table, there's no chance for somebody to be like, "Yo, you
0: misled to me. You lied to me. uh, You, you confuse me. You, you say what it is from the jump." And if you're not cool with it, you got to be an adult and bail or, or ride with it and, and be cool. With yeah,
1: it. I've, I've, I've speak like, listen, listen. i am I've, I've met women, and they meet me. And we speaking for four weeks, and you know, they're getting to know me and they still don't know nothing about me. Do they know you have the, the wives? They them? won't know nothing because I it's to be honest with you, it's not none of their fucking business. Shame. Too shame. You know what I'm saying? Like my personal life, it's not like I'm trying to sit there and go on, it's not like I'm doing anything creeping. I've I, I do I've never sent a dick pic in my life. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I see I'm gonna say so, see- my, my trace is clean like it's my trail's clean so and therefore and therefore i'll be like you know if, if it comes to the point where it's like yo now i'm attracted to you i want to fuck you you're gonna find out about the wives i'm gonna tell you exactly who the fuck i am you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna be like this is who the fuck i am and this is what it is and you know the the last girl I, I was speaking to, That's she started catching friends for me. She was like, yo, I'm catching friends for you. And I was like, oh, well, you got to Google this name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was going to ask you if any girl when you're, uh, you know, in the, the
0: courting stages, they find out about the wives, have they freaked out ever or, like, bugged out? or?
1: No, 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 no. Yo, bro, I'm a good, like. I'm a dope, strong dude. You know, if any, the only thing a woman can say about me is that I'm an asshole. You get what I'm saying? In the sense that I don't, I don't look back. You know, like if you're not on, if you're not on the bandwagon, um, you know, it's not not healthy to not look back because that's where regret, yeah. No, like I'm not sitting here, listen, my door, you could, you could leave at any fucking time. This ain't no David Koresh and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, like that's not my my whole shit. It's not. I'm not even looking for more women. I'm not even whatever. You get what I'm saying? Like that's not even my my thing. Like I'm I'm I feel like I'm set. I still speak to women and all that, but you got four. That's enough. Yeah. So uh, you know, like I still I still pen pal and I still whatever and all that. But besides besides that, like I, it, bro, it's not even it's it's not even like what. People, most people think it seems, you know, like, like I said, you know, Lady and Hazel's my wife. I worked with them and it just all made sense. Everything fell into place. I have, I had, I started my relationship with Vanessa and I had two kids with her, and I'm not gonna abandon her or my children. With with all this. You know what I'm saying? There's no way I could wake up every day in this and not have them with me. Like, that would be like being a selfish man to me. a person, the character would be totally different. You wouldn't have this vibe about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do that. So that's another reason that I'm in the situation I'm into because of communication. Like, that communication is real. It's like a no-brainer. It's like, what are we doing as a family? Not just, like, what are we doing as oh, I'm a guy with wives or this and this and that. Like, what is best for us as a family? What is best for us as a whole? What is best for us for our future? You know, what is, what is, what is the best thing for us to do? Especially, you know, in in, in the team that we are here. You know, like, I'm wearing a Bulls hat, not just because Chicago, I'm wearing a Bulls because that's who we are. We're the, Bulls. We're the Bulls from motherfucking 96 and all that. We're the three-peat champions. Like, I feel like with me, I feel with my squad of women, especially now, like right now, I feel we don't, we're like routine. ain't nobody beating us. My girls ride harder than any other motherfucker I met in my life.
0: It's ill and it's hard to find a, a significant other these days, man or woman for like, I have female friends that bitch about the dudes, whatever, but you get somebody you can fucking rock with that rides for you, that's cool, that's natural, beautiful, because I see my my single friends, male or female, struggle out there. I'm like, I'm glad I'm not in that boat with you, cause that shit looks rough. Like, you, you get somebody ill like that, that's the best feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's the
1: best. Yeah, uh, people people struggle with the with the uh, like those those feelings those feelings. are Like, I go back to it, like like as an adult, right? So you have a relationship. What is the relationship? What are you guys doing besides seeing each other and just fucking each other and going on dates, just keeping each other company? There has to be more than just keeping each other company. What happens is that people keep each other company, you know, and then they get used to having each other and having that company. Too reliant. And, and, and Misery loves company. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's hard to, when there's nothing to build and there's no way to keep the relationship occupied and to keep the minds occupied of the relationship, it's hard to keep that relationship. So, like, I go out of the way to keep my woman occupied. I want to keep them thrilled at all motherfucking times. You get what I'm saying? So it's like what I'm doing today and this year, I'm not going to be giving them a new experience next year and whatever. I, I, my plan is to keep them on their toes 100% and to make sure that they see that, listen, like I'm not just giving you dick. Flat out. I'm yeah. not just giving dick. I not go so far. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you the world. I'll give you the moon if I could pull it for you. If I could offer it to you and I could give you that, boom. And like right now, yo, I'll give you freedom. I'll give you a place where you could wake up every day. You have beautiful animals surrounding you. You could pick your own foods and everything. You could come in. You could breathe fresh air. You don't have to worry about neighbors. You could tan naked. You could do whatever. And I'll take you back to the city and do all this other shit whenever the fuck you want. Easy.
0: You know, it's, it's gotta be more than just like the you know we go out to the the club, the bar, the cool restaurant and fuck because that shit will tire out. I think back yeah. of uh, girls I uh, dated have been with with maybe the, you know, the, the best sex or those cool things, but that shit never lasts because eventually you need more in that shit. You need to be able to do things for each other and with each other and share, grow, inspire, yeah. so, all that. And if you only have like that physical shit. That spark that's right there, it don't keep you going forever. Those relationships never last. You got to find the balance. You got to find someone that kind of pushes you, you can push, supports you in certain ways, you know, uh, likes what you're into, vice versa, all that shit. You got to grow it. You got to be cool. Let me help you with this shit. You got this project going on. Can I help build the website? Can I do this? Let me come to your show. Let me, whatever. Any of that shit. You need that shit. You got to be uh, very much. Interested in each other's lives, caring about the other person's life, not just them, what they do for you,
1: but them as an individual. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. And you know, and another thing is like I'm not scared. So and therefore, when I mean like I'm not scared, like like I like I told you earlier, I don't give a fuck. So and therefore it's just like, yo, if nobody wants to be with me, if nobody wants to do this or so do that, it's fine, bro. You know, that's that's like okay. That's like free will. And that's what it's about. I want somebody to be with me, you know, off, off, off some free will, then be whatever, like, yo, bro, go
0: For them, but like what you do with them, how they feel about you. Not because you could buy these dresses, this handbag, take
1: them to the club. Yeah. The, club. the thing that I love about, the thing I love about so the thing I love about my wives, all four of them, you get what I'm saying? Especially, you know, I could say all four of them. But especially the three is because, like, you know, the three wives, they've been with me when I, like, lived off a of dollar, man dog. You know what I'm saying? Like they shared fucking couches with me when I had to sleep in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like they lived through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I don't care about putting out there. Like they've spent nights with me where they fucking had to, you know, bathe in a sink. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been with me from, from the, from the gutter and this, I know this doesn't matter. Because they were with me then, bro. Like they were with me, you know. We could move to the projects. We can. this could all be gone. We could move to the projects tomorrow. And whatever projects we move into, we, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna have the dopest place. We're gonna have the the flyest shit. We're gonna we gonna be we're gonna be the dopest family up in there with the fucking Thanksgiving dinners and all that. We're gonna be giving turkeys to the community, bro. You know, like it don't like I feel like boom. And then like my fourth wife, she see me. She see me buy this place and do all this, you know, and she's been a a nice good brain behind it as well. So it's just like, what are we gonna do with each other besides just fuck? Like, what are you gonna, what what are we building? You know, like 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 you know, like we we all a team. They all have their roles. They're all they're all the reason why you see everything you see here is because of us. It's not just because of me, you know. It's because of us. It's all together. Like my, you know. You know, lady made this all cute for me right now. She put the little bear back there. She did everything and all that. It's teamwork that makes the dream work. You know what I mean?
0: Your apologies for my allergies, dude. This LA air fucks my shit up, and I don't have any uh, allergy medicine. I'm like, oh, sucks, dude. Uh, it's, I hate my allergy. Yo, know, one time I was living in uh Jersey City for like six months. Off nah. What
1: part of Jersey City? The was I- it? Saint John, Saint
0: Joseph's. There's a college right there. Uh, Saint Peter's College. Yeah, Saint Peter's. I lived off of Kennedy. Yeah. I wasn't going to that college, but I lived off of there. I had to move out of Brooklyn because my boy kind of. We were right by Journal Square. Yeah, that was the stop I took. And my homie, a tattoo artist, he already lived out there. He had an empty room, and I was like, last minute, I didn't really want to move out of my see but I went there. And you know, the streets smelled like sewer. It was terrible. But uh, I used to work
1: at Saint Peter's College, bro. He was probably right, this was like 2011, I think, some shit. Yeah, I worked there way I worked there way before that. I used to be a, a fucking a janitor there, bro. My grandfather was a janitor. Uh-huh. Anyway. I was, I was a janitor at St. Peter's College, bro. That's how I met Hazel. Oh, shit. There you go. She used to go to St. Peter's.
0: I was in my uh, Jersey apartment near St. Peter's and I'm super allergied out fucking nose runny stuffy whatever and i'm with this lady and we're like fornicating and what have you but i'm like fucking snot running i can't fucking breathe through my ears my nose nothing it's not actually fun for me i'm just trying to fuck her i can't deal with this it's terrible and so uh we're i'm fucking her from behind and snot is like running slowly down my shit not flying out but on on her ass lower back and i think she thought i I came but i didn't (laughs) because But she was like, What she thought I was spitting on her back, so I had to play like I was spitting on her back because that's not as gross as snot dripping on her fucking back. It was pretty rough.
1: She probably still liked that shit though.
0: She was she was uh she did not complain, but it was brutal because <laughs> my, so, my shit was so bad, I wasn't having any fun. I wanted it to be over, dude. I, I was like, I don't think I busted enough not, I just wanted her to and I'd be done because I couldn't fucking breathe. My whole head was
1: like tight, dude. It was terrible. I know how is when I was a kid one time, I must have been like 15. You remember those little yellow jacket pills they used to sell at the gas? What is the yellow jacket pills? I saw those. shit. The. Back, back in the day, they used to sell those little yellow jacket pills, these little fucking yeah, shit yeah, yeah. to yeah. eat a little bit. Those so things- I, I popped like two of them, I wind up fucking this bitch. I was like 15, I thought I was, gonna... I was done. I had to like stop and shit and hold my heart and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, I'm about to OD. <laughs> That shit has like, I think it has like a a lot of niacin and
0: other things that jump your heart rate, which is fucking gnarly, dude. That shit is gnarly as fuck. You feel like you're going to have a heart attack because of the shit. They have all those crazy ones at the gas station just look insane. The packaging looks so crazy that you'd have to be crazy to take that shit. Uh, I try not to. My man Paul, is going to get him back. I think we have a little internet situations, but I'm not going to bail yet. There he is. There he is. Drinking scotch. What is that, scotch or bourbon, right?
1: This yeah, bourbon.
0: That's gnarly shit. That's gnarly. That's not yo. Where are the uh, the wives all from? If you don't mind my asking.
1: Uh, real talk. So you gotta tell me. You, I'm just all of them. Yeah, all of them are Jersey girls. Shout out to the Jersey girls. Jersey obviously got the best girls. So <laughs> fucking. They're 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 mostly all Jersey girls. Uh, ladies lived everywhere. She's like me, so she's lived everywhere.
0: A traveled individual.
1: Yeah, so she's lived down south, she's lived up north, she's lived, you know, city, suburbs, woods, all that shit, you know?
0: I see uh, Polly out there hunting and and going with his dog and you know, catching dinner and all this shit. And I see some of his garments, I'm like, oh, fuck, this motherfucker has great taste in in gear because he's got some Ball and Buck shit on, right? (laughs) Ball and Buck is a clothing company from Pittsfield, Mass, which is in Western Mass, but they have like a they used to. They used to have a flagship store in Boston on Newberry Street, which is like in Boston. That's like the high end shopping street, right? And I got put onto it. I don't know how many years ago, many years ago. But I not a hunter. I, I shoot guns, I have guns. But I've never hunted uh, anything but fishing. You know, fishing is hunting, but that's it. But I like. Yeah. Gear, right? I love the gear, and I was rocking. I'm like, am I a fucking poser though? Because I don't hunt. I just like the clothes. Because I, when I was a skater growing up for 10 years, if I saw somebody wearing a fucking independent trucks t-shirt or a thrasher hoodie, I was like, that guy doesn't skate, he
1: fucking sucks. But I'm like, fuck, am I, yeah. the- I don't hunt. Am I opposed to poly Hustle? No, no, you're not, you're not. Because the cloven oh. that clothing's built for that. Such good clothes. So it's funny that you mentioned ball and buck because I'm a brand whore, you know what I'm saying? Like I just am, I, I'm, I'm from, you know, I, I was a kid. Like my teen years during the '90s and shit, early '90s and all that. And you know, I love clothing. I love everything. So I, uh, I was a fashion nut, especially you know, younger because I never had nothing. So when I was able to have something, I was able to go, you know, insane about it. So, um, I was looking for like upland coat, clothing last, like last year, year and a half ago, and all that shit. And. I buy like a whole like Orvis, you know, collection to go hunting for because I like I live in the woods. And let me tell you something. If you don't invest in the right gear and you're doing what I'm trying to do, you're really going to be fucked. You know, like it's really going to hurt you badly. This shit is real dangerous. It's not. This ain't this ain't number one. If you got a second, number one, we're hunting. It's not you just go in the woods and you go and just kill something that's going to show up right there. This takes hours of dedication. It takes a lot of skill, a lot of planting, a lot of plotting, a lot of whole lot of everything. You get what I'm saying? So gear is very important to me because I want to make it in and out as safely as possible and as comfortable as possible because of the elements of the earth. So, yeah. So I started, I bought a whole Orvis collection and the Orvis collection is phenomenal. But it just wasn't like fly enough for me. And I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, I was a sneakerhead and I was like, yo, there was a hunting company that put out these new balances and all that shit. And I've even like, cause I know Frank the butcher from around your way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Frank so <clears throat> yeah, shout to Frank. You know, so I was like, you know, he's done his works with concepts and everybody and all that. So I was like, yo. Fucking ball and buck. I was like, cause they made streetwear that was hunting wear, but we wore it just to like how you said we wore it without hunting. Like because it Yo, was
0: New Balance, New Balance is actually from Boston. That's like thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: I, I, high school we always wore Adidas is a Boston thing, right? Adidas, but New Balance, the certain ones with like the fly cool shit, not the old oh, weird white guy was with the certain ones are cool. So we would go to the, the outlet in Brighton, the main store, caught ill new Balance's, That was like the fly shit to
1: balance off your Adidas. And most yeah. uh, heads didn't get that shit out of town. But I loved it. Yeah. Yes, shit. And so yeah, exactly. So when they put out the New Balance, everybody from New York went up to Newberry. You hear what I'm saying? And yeah. went up to Newberry, and everybody was up on you know, Newberry camped out oh, for, the, you know, for the sneakers. And I was like, oh. I, I thought immediately, I was like, oh, let me check out Ball & Buck. So I went to Ball and & Buck, and I went to their website. And I was like, I'm copping the whole catalog. It's hard not to. You, of course. So, you know, especially for hunting, I want to look like upland hunting because there's different styles of hunting, you know? So upland hunting is bird hunting. And that's just like, like you said, it's, it's you know, a man's man. It's a gentleman's style of hunting, you know? And it's also like, it's like playing golf of, of like, when you know like golf is that sport, that luxury sport, like golf and tennis. It's like upland hunting is like the luxury hunting. So it's like, gotta look fly, kid. So it's just like, I went with ball and buck and I bought the whole catalog. (laughs) And it's it's dope because it's dope because every time I post them, they repost me and all that shit. And they show me mad love and I show them mad love. Ball and Buck, if you're listening, give my man
0: Polly Hustle like an ill sponsorship. Hook me up because you guys showed me a little love before in Rocky Gear. I don't (laughs) don't travel for like my old job for a living, I explore, I get into wild, dangerous outdoor shit. So yeah, send me some fucking gear. Great, great garments, worth every
1: fucking penny. Yeah, they're also made in the USA. So it's really fucking dope. And they have like good warranty on their clothes and shit. So basically if like something damages on them, you can send it back to them and they'll repair it and send it back to you and all that shit. So it's like it's kind of it's dope, bro. They're yeah. dope brand and uh they 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 you know they got it to they they got it together. They're, they're comfortable for me. so I wear like I wear all my ball and buck here in the Adirondacks, but when I go hunting, like the cat skills and all that shit, I use my Orvis. So wow. that's how
0: that shit's like a, you, you down to get a little more fucked up and grimy? Is that why? The Orvis gear?
1: Well, no, because I have a trailer that out, in, out in the Appalachian in that area, and I don't like to bring gear back and forth. So okay. since, you know, I leave that shit there and then have this, you know, my, my fly shit at home. Yeah, I can dig that. I can dig that. I don't like travel. I don't like travel. So, like, my trailer, I, have, I try to have everything there. So I don't like to travel with nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to really travel with anything.
0: Like, light, traveling, like, light, traveling.
1: Yeah, like, I'm more like Big L. We go shopping when the Plainlands type shit. But, you know, I don't like to shop as much anymore. I like to pre-buy and just have everything set up. Any of the wives? My, like, speaking of hunting, like, all my hunting gear, like, I bought my hunting gear way before I even had it this place. Because, oh. like, I knew I was going to do all this. So I didn't want to go into depth. I didn't want to, you know, be all way over in my head. So I got the essentials taken care of first before I even fucking decided to take lift off. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: do any of the girls, the wives, even go hunting with you? Bagging some- so yeah.
1: So basically, uh, my wife Stephanie hunts with me full time, and then my wife Vanessa, you know, uh, partakes as in like she 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 attends most of my hunts as well and fishing trips as well. You're not um, out. It's Dolo in case right. Yeah, I mean, I really, the only time I hunt dolo is like when I'm hunting like deer and shit, because like on my property, I have like my own. So I have like, I have big ass My property two miles round. So Yeah, so it's big. So I have like my own little towers all over the property where I can hunt that and all that shit. So when I'm hunting deer, I, I'm sitting there by myself and I have different towers where I can bring company and I go whatever. But when I'm hunting other shit, I go, I go with somebody.
0: Have you ever been out in the cut, not necessarily hunting, but anything out in the woods, deep, doing your thing and any crazy, dangerous,
1: wild shit happen? All right. So I'm glad you mentioned that. It's good talk. So, all right. So number one, I'm going to, long story short, I see spacecrafts all the time. You know, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what they are. I can't tell you if it's our military. I can't tell you if it's aliens. I can't tell you. I don't know what the fuck it is. I know what I see. And I see shit in the sky all the time. So no, I've a
0: conversation right now.
1: If she heard this, I've, I've had a million, you know, experiences. If I go outside right now, stare up for like twenty, thirty minutes, you're gonna see a spacecraft fly by. I'm not deep, deep in the woods. You know, it could Fort Drum is, you know, uh, uh, further up. God knows it could be military. It could be whatever, but it's it's a UFO, nigga. It's an unidentified. It ain't blind. no plane that you
0: see normally that they show you. You know what I'm saying? That not, it's not at the airport. Whatever that shit is, it's some...
1: Oh, no, bro. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it close. We've seen it far. We've seen it all. We've seen it zigzag. We've seen it do loopity loops. We've seen, seen it do flybacks. We've seen them in swarms. We, we've seen them, you know? And we know shooting stars because you can see those every couple seconds. Yeah. So that's that. Um, I've had, like... The most scariest experience I had was I was in the woods one time, deep. I was in the Sterling Forest, and I'm there, and I'm like, I'm I'm doing a hunt, and I'm with Vanessa, and uh, we got to this pond that I found on Google Maps that I wanted to go to because I figured nobody's going that far in the woods. So I go real deep in the woods because I figure nobody's going there, and if nobody's going there, it's got to be filled with riches and jewels and shit, you know? So I fucking, I'm I'm going deep in there. And then all of a sudden, I don't feel right, bro. Like, my spidey sense is tingling. And then I hear some weird shit. I hear, like, like if somebody took a tree and slammed it into another tree, like, five times. Like, cronka, cronka, cronka. And it was just, it was the weirdest thing because nobody was around. And it wasn't no beaver. It wasn't nothing like that. Because I know animals, bro. Like, I I know the woods. I'm an excellent hunter. I'm an excellent trapper. I'm an excellent mountain man. I know there was this was the weirdest shit ever. And I got the fuck up out of there. You didn't see nothing. You didn't see like a bear or a deer. Or I, didn't, I didn't see nothing. I saw a bear a little bit earlier, but it was definitely not a bear. A bear wouldn't do that. Not like that. Not like this. So you know what I'm saying? Like for me, it might sound stupid. If it was anything, it was a motherfucking big. Thing. You get what I'm saying? But because. The reason why I say it's a bigfoot, cause I'm in the Adirondacks, right? So in the Adirondacks, you could you could really literally check this, right? So in the Adirondacks, like the Sasquatch is federally protected. It's against the law to shoot one. It's against the law to harm them. It's against, it's it's like written in the fucking law. Like it's a protected species here in Adirondack, and there's a place here that they take this shit serious. So it's like I've put cameras in the weirdest places i've studied animals i've i i do proper conservation and there's animals that know when you put a camera up and they know how to avoid certain things bro hide and seek champion you know what i mean like i'm not saying i believe i'm just saying i've seen my share of weird shit weird tracks weird noises all that stuff in the woods but, like, my scariest, scary mo- moment had to be probably when I moved up here. And when I moved up here, we had a pack of wolves around us. Damn. Out in the woods? You was hunting? No, we were here building. Just so we to- were on a property. We are right in my backyard. And see, when I bought this shit, so when I bought it, I left it abandoned for, like, eight months. So it was already abandoned for years when I bought the property. So God knows what the fuck was going here. on.
0: Because they're comfortable, because there's no humans around,
1: right? Yeah. You're like,
0: yo, oh, this is our spot. We chill here. Who the fuck is this guy? We come yeah. here.
1: Yeah. So what? I'm with my brother, and I'm here with one of my good friends, and we're we're working and shit. We're building shit, and we're working on all the construction. And all of a sudden, I hear the the howl, the owl. and I'm like, that's a wolf. And they're like, nah, it's coyotes. I'm like, yo, coyotes, yeah, This is a howl. Yeah. So the shit got closer, and then I look like where my barn is, and all of a sudden I see a black motherfucking wolf like creeping with the back high and all that, fucking low okay. to the ground. And I was like, holy shit. So then he howled, and when he howled, another one howled from the side of us, this side, behind us, and everything. And now we're like, fuck. Yeah. So, you know, we grab our right, we have, you know, we just moved here and shit, so we have our rifles and everything, so we grab our rifles, and we're like, what the fuck? So, they start closing in, and we start shooting in the air.
0: Oh, shit.
1: As soon as we shooting in the air, all these wolves start dispersing, except for that black one. That black one sized us up a little bit. Hot dog. Yeah. And we shot, like, two more shots, and he didn't run. He just He's like, what? walked away slowly. But, and then, and then, you know, it was it was it was fucking scary. So, what was insane from there, I was like, I gotta like we were arguing if it was coyotes or wolves or like coyote dogs or whatever. So throughout the whole night, cause it was an experience. It's like something we stayed up all night for, you know. So we go and we research, like, motherfuckers' wolves experience. And it was this... Everybody had the same exact story, bro. Like, everybody had the same exact story of what happened and how it went down being surrounded by a pack of wolves. They were like, to their boys?
0: They were like, yo, let's all come out and surround them.
1: Yo, so yeah, they were sizing us up and they were trying to let us know. But I never had a problem ever since. They definitely scattered. I know during coyote season... You know, one of my dudes shot one of the queen coyotes. So it got rid of a lot of coyotes around here, you know, and that's not our plan either. We don't want to we don't want to we don't want to be out there doing doing certain things like let me make a perfect example. Right. So like. For people that are going to be against how I stand my way of life, which you're able to have your opinion, and that's great for you. That's cool. You know, but let me just teach a real stance. So, like, I do squirrel hunting because that's how I get my chicken wings and my buffalo wings. you know, I do it from i get I do squirrels and stuff like that, right? So, I have a dope spot where I go and I shoot squirrels and whatever. I went this year, and there's not one squirrel, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go to another place and there's not another squirrel, and I'm not gonna go in the woods and see two squirrels or a squirrel dancing and just shoot them squirrels like that's just that's just retarded. I want to go to a place where there's a lot of squirrels. So not only I could be good, the place could be habitated and still be good to shoot squirrels. Like I'm not gonna go out and just kill one squirrel. Just I need to feed my family, you know. So there's no squirrels nowhere. So I'm looking up and I'm trying to figure it out. So we we do our research with with you know with DC Department of Environmental Control and all that, and they're the people who you know we we consult with for hunting and we we pay for our license to hunt and everything that puts money back into the forest and all that. And uh, we look into what happened, bro. There was too many squirrels. So since there were too many squirrels, and there was not enough people hunting squirrels, the squirrels fucking ate up all the food, and they didn't have food to survive their whole population. So a lot of them died out. And it's a phenomenon that happens like every couple years. So now I feel bad that I didn't go hunt more squirrels because maybe if I would have went to my location and hunted them more, so that- they would have. Or food and been able to survive and had the numbers.
0: Yeah, balance it out,
1: dude. it's, it's about the about the balance, yo. And it's like somebody could be against me and say, yo, fuck your balance. And I could be like, all right, you know that hawk that you love or that owl that you think is pretty is going to say fuck your balance and he's gonna do exactly what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So now, I'm even more I'm even more scared because it's like now what that happens to the squirrels, what are the foxes? What are the coyotes? What are all these people? What are, what are, what are, I call them people. What are they going to all eat? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they going to feed on? What are these birds going to feed on? Now, what happens is, is that since they can't feed on that, they come in and they start coming into the cities and all that shit. And that's the more they come in and they come into the properties, that's how they get fucked up. So it's like the balance is very important for the ecosystem, bro.
0: Dude, that's like you got a good understanding man. you got a good uh perception on shit out there man it's interesting because you didn't like grow up there your whole time this is like a newer chapter of your life even though you had experience young your uh your whole vision on it is pretty pretty fucking ill dude i'd say Bear grills ain't got shit on Polly hustle survivor man ain't got shit on my man Polly hustle
1: yeah i mean i could tell you all that shit you know like it's like star wars you know anything could be filmed you know what i'm saying like this shit, this shit, this is real life out here. It's like I'm gonna be in eight feet of snow by February. I'll have eight feet of snow in front of my house. God damn, dude! How like you- the bed will be above my head. There'll be like a little. I, when it come, when the time comes, I'm gonna send you a video of it. It's gonna be a little like little maze, a little ice maze that you walk through to get to my crib, bro. I gotta like,
0: come up and do that shit. Fucking be out in some snow, bundle the fuck up because I'm a beach bum. I gotta bundle the fuck. You gotta,
1: up. You gotta come up. You know, so, so like I got I got a nice friends and family shooting preserve, a licensed shooting preserve here. So you gotta you gotta come up and we'll do some shooting. We we'll shoot some birds. I I'll, I'll teach you some shit. Like that's another thing. I always love teaching people everything that I that I that I know with this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You doubt that, dude? I'd be down with that. Adirondacks is the shit, dude. What about Champ?
0: the fucking uh, monster secret sea creature, Champ. Is that still a thing up there?
1: So, nah, so basically- I yeah, haven't got him, you killed Champ, he's good, he's on the wall, right? When, when, when basically, when it comes to the water, I haven't seen no weird shit in the water in a very long time. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen nothing weird in the water. Uh, just the forest, you know, I see some weird things. I'm still looking for, like, gnomes and shit, you know? I'm hoping, like, I come across, like, a gnome or, like, a fairy village.
0: You want some gnomes, man. I got a homie with a bunch of DMT, man. We just go fucking do that. What's we'll the see all the gnomes.